brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoke and host, the good old boys. Got a light? It's time for Smokes! Welcome to Smokes episodes where everything good as life is worth discussing. We're the best thing on at 2 a.m. right before conspiracy time with Elmo. Hi! <laughs> and right after nude swimming with Don DeLuise. Wow! Okay, that is definitely. <laughs> no, I don't think so. That is definitely not happening. Oh. Well, today our. our are we going with it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, cool. Uh, g- uh, love to introduce you to our guest, good old boy Mike. Yes, I'm here. Thank you all. Good old for boy Justin. Joining me once again. Good morning from far away. Good old boy Nate. Hello. <gasps> and then myself, good old boy Barger, which I'm here for comic relief all afternoon. <laughs> So many buttons, uh-huh. so many opportunities. This is our smoke segment. It's all about cigars and, well, anything that's smoked, almost anything. <laughs> well, how come would you say almost? I absolutely know what almost is. One day. Yeah, one day. One day, Mike. One day it'll one day. all be legal. I thought this was a show about Elmo. Yeah, uh, one yeah day. that's for sure. <laughs> no, he was on b- before us. <laughs> All right, today we this have... This is Elmo on Edibles. Yeah, right? <laughs> today we have one of my favorite type of episodes. We have another blind. A blind! Even blind Freddy could see that. Right, he's seen it through the day. Well, we're going to do our last blind episode. It was a $5 blind episode, which we had a lot of fun with. Yeah, that was really great. And uh, so if you want to go back and check that out in our back catalog... Um, you know, we'll do it. It's a different, a completely different price point uh, and completely different lineup. Completely different episode. And yeah. we have one extra member of the cast that's not here with us today on that one. Yep. Check us out. Good old boy, Drew. We miss you today, buddy. And, uh, just wanted to let you guys know today is our $10 blind segment. And I'll have you know that I stayed in $10. Barely. I No. Out the door, under $10. All right. So what happened in the $5 blind was that I failed to describe some of the rules of engagement. I you went know, five-ish. And, and some of you guys chose like a $15 petite Lancero or Cigarello. No. You know, Mine you have was four three ninety nine retail, Four actually. puffs of it, and you would have been done with it. So we had minimum requirements for Yeah, Mike laid size. down the law and said, you can't give me this, you can't give me this. You know, only give me this, and I'll only smoke that. And that's what go. happened. Yeah, so... Yeah. No, it was fine. It was fine. That was a good episode, and I really enjoyed it. It was a good episode. I enjoyed the entertainment factor of the creativity that some of you employed. Yeah. Not. <laughs> so, but, you know. <laughs> so, so one thing I want to get into is I want to talk about blinds a little bit. This is kind of a concept that a lot of people don't do in their everyday lives. Because, you know, we are creatures of habit inherently. And people don't like to be suggested upon things or don't like the people to just hand them things and say, smoke this. Well, some people do, but some people don't. So if you don't, here's a couple of points I want to I just throw with you guys to where you can maybe get out of your comfort shell and, and, and find yourself in a blind tasting. So one, it's a really new way to try cigars that you've never tried before. What do you guys think about that? Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Two, you might find something you have would have passed over because of bias. You didn't like the branding. <gasps> or you didn't like the way the cigar looked or the color of its cigar. I'm guilty of it, too. This is a complete waste of time. Absolutely. I've thought that myself on multiple occasions and then surprised myself. So, number three, it's a good way to have a good conversation with shopkeepers. Step right up and play the game. Be a winner. Yes. It is. I think that if you have a local smoke shop 
go to the local smoke shop and engage in a conversation. Ask your cigar shop. Say, look, I'm going to spend X amount of dollars on cigars today. I don't want you to tell me what I'm buying. I want you to pick out this many <laughs> sticks, and I, I want to try some things I've never tried before. What do you guys think well, about that? No, I agree. One, I mean, I've been selling cigars for 10 years now, and I've done that with a lot of people. And you have people who will tell you, I hate this brand. I hate this cigar. And then I love just wrecking their world when I'm like, mm-hmm. no, that was the thing you hate. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's so much how our mind plays tricks on us. Because I have cigars that I smoke 14 years ago that I've actually, like, never revisited because I'm like, oh, nope. And who knows? Like, my life has changed completely since yeah, my palate changed. changes. So who knows? Yeah, the palate changing is a big thing, and I don't think people realize that, especially in the cigar industry. I know in the wine industry and in the, the spirits industry, people understand that palates formulate to different things that they're exposed to over time. What do you think about that, Mike? Well, you know, I think that uh, the way that consumerism, you know, can play into, you know, choice of cigars um, is a bit more entrenched than maybe some other choices that you have in life. Um, So I always think of consumerism being exercised in grocery stores, you know, probably is the most, you know, commonplace. Do you buy, you know, the same potato chips that you bought five years ago, that you bought 10 years ago? Do you buy the same brand of butter that you bought five years ago, that you bought 10 years ago? And I think that, you know, part of what we do when we're exercising choices, um, either to consume as a food product or in this case as a cigar, those elements of consumerism creep in and are entrenched in a lot of the decision-making process. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think part of the difference is, is uh, that um, because, you know, smoking a cigar, especially at this price point, mm-hmm. is, you know, it's a bit of, I mean, you sh- it's 10 bucks. Yeah. You know, you should take a little more time. It's not a bag of $2 chips. Right, you know? right, right. So, um, you know, leverage those professionals that are, that are there, you know, in a retail setting, um, you know, enjoy our shows and our episodes where we cover and review, you know, a broad range of products as well. Yeah. Again, if you have not listened to the $5 blind episode, I encourage you to go back. And even the big smoke episode that we go over, we tried some things in our big smoke episode that we weren't used to trying as well. So, you know, I think that like many of the products we talk about on Sip, Suds, and Smokes, I think this is a great chance for you to step outside, um, stop, you know, smoking the same brand that you've been smoking for the last 15 years. And I know that it's just a very, you know, transactional thing. I mean, you're more concerned about how long is your car parking or who knows, you know, that you didn't want your car to cool down and you have to warm it back up, you know, as you go into the shop. You're more concerned about that than you are really picking a really great quality cigar. So I would encourage you and. I would say one of the tactics that I've done um, of creating my own blind is walking in and saying, listen, I want to spend $40. I don't really care what you pick. Um, I want you to choose some things that would fit in. You can ask me three questions max, and then you can pick the products. I'm going to be happy with whatever you do and put it right back on that professional to put together a flight or a stick, yeah. you know, you know, what? send me your money and I'll make a blind for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, I think that's one tactic you can take is, you know, from a, um, is from a, you know, total budget experience of setting up, you know, a flight. Yeah. Um, you know, there are some retail shops that I know that they have basically a, a grab box. Yeah. They're grab bags. And you know what they do is they just take all the bands off and they just go, well, you know, you can have any cigar in here for $5. Yeah. And, you know, um, if you want to know what it is after you smoke it, you know, uh, ask us and we'll tell you, you know, what it is. And sometimes yeah. I'll put a code on the outside of the wrapper or something like that. So like a QR code on the bag or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So Now, another last talking point on it is, is, you know, it's really fun to do with your friends. So what I like to do here at, you know, Sip, Suds, and Smokes is I like to stump Mike. <laughs> I, I really enjoy it. I liked giving him things that, you know, yeah, yeah, he does think it sucks. That's for sure. It sucks. <laughs> but wait, to get him something in his hands that he's like, I don't like these things. And then you put it in his hand. He's like, well, that was okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor, Hasn't happened yet, but it will happen. Dr. Hater. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So good old boy, Nate is going to go over our smokes writings today for us. All right. And so- he's going to do it in his best French yeah. accent. 
can't do that. But so, all right, we'll be smoking and discussing these cigars and rating them with our sips, suds, and smokes, smokes rating plus our signature sounds. Here are those ratings now. One, this sucked even before it was lit. <coughs> Two, do you really have to light this three times? <coughs> Only if you live at Justin's. And number three, very nice. Now, just go away so I can enjoy this. <coughs> so in the true fashion of blinds, we're going to start with Nate. And Nate is going to go over the cigar that he picked for us. And then we'll have a short break and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Cool. Yeah, so I picked actually uh, Wildfire Cigars, uh, brand new cigar, The Wander. Uh, Wildfire is actually a good buddy of mine. He used to work for uh, Caldwell Cigars. But so this cigar is rolled in the Cavalier of Geneva factory in Honduras. Uh, it is a Sumatra, Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper over oh, man. <laughs> Nicaraguan <laughs> Habano binder and four fillers from Dominican Republic, broadly Pennsylvania, Jalapa, and Paraguay. Uh, that was a Corona at $9.99. Uh, just hit the shelves. That is, it's a great smoke. Wow. So, you know, I, I really thought that I came close to getting the rat. No, no, not, not even, not even remotely. <laughs> Samsonite. No, no. <laughs> was way off. Yeah, you were, you were almost there on another continent. You know? Oh man. I think it was a good choice of a good blind pick for us for sure. Yeah, I knew it would be a curveball. Wow. Yeah. So we're going to take a break here and we'll come back with our ratings. The next time you light up your favorite cigar, pause and give thanks. Give thanks to the heroes who risk everything, every day, to make that moment possible for you. Now, through Cigars for Warriors, you can do something for them. Operation Cigars for Warriors delivers care packages of premium cigars, magazines, coffee, cigar accessories, and specialty items to deployed U.S. service members who request them. Our priorities are troops deployed in war zones and troops who are on long-term deployments and floats. Please consider donating either money or goods like cigars, cigar accessories, or coffee to Cigars for Warriors. You'll be supporting a charity program operated by a dedicated team of hundreds of volunteers, and we've been at it for over a decade. Every day, America's heroes do what has to be done. Now, through Cigars for Warriors, you can do something for them. Please give what you can today. Open roads and open windows. My hand is yours forever, sweet love. And we're back, and Nate is going to give us a brief overview of the cigar, and we're going to talk about it real quick. Yeah, so uh, for my blind, I had picked the Wildfire Cigars Wander. Uh, it is the Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. Nailed it. Over a Nicaraguan Habano binder and a Dominican Pennsylvania Broadleaf Jalapa and Paraguay fillers. I can't believe Mike nailed it. He nailed it. <laughs> he, he could taste he that Sumatra. He called it. Yeah, so while we were in break, of course, Nate was, you know, he was like, oh, Mike, what'd you pick? What'd you pick? What'd you pick? What'd you pick? See, I wrote Nicaraguan Natural Rapper. Huh. I know. Not oh. Oh. I know. Interesting. <laughs> he is way I know off. you're all like. I think that's. He is way oh, off. Oh, my gosh. So let's go over our notes for these cigars, guys. I'm going to go ahead and start off by saying I think it was very spicy off the light which I enjoyed a third of the way down. It mellowed out really nicely. Halfway down, the flavor was trailing off. It was a still good draw and it was a still a good taste, but it wasn't over the top after halfway. And it was kind of getting a woody field fire taste. And that's for me. And I'm just throwing out terms that people are going to be like, what the what does he mean? Woody fire, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, it just, that, that, like, like a tobacco barn when you're driving through the woods in Kentucky and you smell that tobacco barn, kind of like the Drew estate fire cured. Like, I kind of got that a little bit off of it a little bit, but I liked it until it hit that point and then it turned, but it finished out really mellow and kind of leafy to me, which I enjoyed the finish, but like that last third, I kind of struggled with a little bit. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
What about you, Mike? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling that the lucky number is going to come up for me here. So uh, I wrote down it was a super easy draw. I did guess that it was a um, Nicaraguan uh, natural wrapper. I actually wrote down zero spice. Really? Yes, with like sweet hints of flowers in the middle of it. Huh. Um, and the second third, actually, I thought it was actually a little even a bit sweeter that came around and a bit bigger, you know, bigger, more flour, but still okay. like zero spice. Um, I thought it was a really great medium body, body stick. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Justin? I thought it had nice construction. The draw was easy. It had a great burn. Um, produced a beautiful ash, subtle flavor, um, went out a few times, but, um, pretty good overall. Well, why did it go out? I don't know. Uh Uh-oh. Kept smoking it. Maybe I watched too many TikTok videos. That's possible. Uh, That would be affirmative. Ghost Rider. (laughs) All right. Well, Nate... Tell us about it. Why yeah. did you like it? Why did you yeah, pick so, it? Yeah, so, I mean, so Jeremy, actually, the the owner of this brand, is actually probably one of my closest friends working in the cigar industry. But um, this is, I just, I smoked this cigar, and I knew it would be something different, maybe a little unique for people, but also, um, and when he created this, he said he wanted to use tobaccos that weren't widely used, but at the same time, giving it a feel that might be a little familiar um, so I just love his brand, what he's done with it. He's tried to create cigars that have a little bit more of a rustic feel to it. And you said kind of that like bonfireiness. That's yeah. not, I mean, it's called wildfire, but the thing I love on his bands, it says actually leaves burn, but stories live. And his whole thing is about actually people coming together yeah. and enjoying his cigars together. And that's kind of what birthed his whole thing. So yeah. that's what I, I just, Thought it'd be a good pick. Well, that's kind of along the veins of why I enjoy blinds. Like you think about it, blinds. Like if, if we were all sitting in a room together, well, we we are, but except for Justin's at home in in Florida, um, you know. But we often like to challenge each other, whether it's in something that we drink or something that we smoke. Hey, try this. Hey, try this. Hey, try this. And I think that's what kind of helps us, like dig deeper into our friendships like you know do i trust this person's palate do i do do i do i follow what they're saying oh after i guess the rapper yeah yeah no man listen (laughs) yeah but i i think that it helps engage a conversation like nate on friend list yeah right so but (laughs) i've been there i get it (laughs) so you've been on that part of my list or are you are you that you put nate there i stay on that part of your list Mike. come on all right i have a sleeping bag and a cot (laughs) but anyway it's like i enjoy that conversation like nobody knows what's in this bag and we're gonna grab something you know what I mean? Like that is awesome. We could sit around a, a, a campfire, burn barrel, fire pit, whatever you want to use in your life. A Ford Explorer in your front yard with a fire in the middle of it. Who knows? Hmm. And sit down with your friends and talk, man. That's what really drives blinds with me. So, Nate, I hear that this wasn't really something you picked. Like this is your go-to stick under ten bucks. Yeah. Well, for me, it will be. Okay. Um, and honestly, so I just smoked well, that's this. Good. No, I mean, I it literally just came out about three weeks ago. And no, this is his other cigars in his lineup, I say would be a regular for me. And I knew that this one would be one for you guys. But no, this is a regular production cigar that no, I absolutely would smoke every day. Yeah. Well, I, I guess part of what was even feeding into some of my own decisioning was, I mean, do I pick a stick that I've had a lot of them? Like, you know, I've mm-hmm. had it 20 plus times and it's, you know, like my go-to stick, you know, under 10 bucks. Or do I pick something that I just want to stump the chumps? And you guys think that you have a, you know, a twenty dollars stick and uh-huh. it's a two dollars stick, you know? Yeah. Um, you mean like last time? <laughs> right. <laughs> I will get even. Uh, so that was what I was. Yeah, yeah. No, curious I mean it's about, kind of a bit know. of both, but I think I think it would be. I knew it'd be something different and unique that you guys may have never wouldn't encounter on the normal basis. Yeah. Um, well, we should rate, and I think we're going to move on to. A conversation, right? Yeah, let's rate it. 
All right. All right. We got a smokes rating of two. I think that I want to revisit this cigar because the way it started is like on par with my palate. But when I got halfway down that cigar, it just, well, uh, it could have been when it was the time of day. It could have been what I paired with it. It could have been anything. And that was his Corona. It also comes in a Robusto and Toro as well, which yeah. can change so much the flavor. Yeah, absolutely. And we talked about that on the last episode of our um, Caldwell cigars, how flavor can change and and different different ring gauges and ring sizes and girths yes so at a topic worthy of discussion today um so i have a relative that is a police officer at a local municipality Uh-oh. and um you know always walks away with very interesting stories and so i had one very recently that i just i could not stop laughing it was just you know, you try to make stuff up and, you know, it's definitely out of the file things that drunk people do that you just never even thought remotely that they would end up doing. So um, I'm not going to tell you his name or the municipality or anything like that. Frankly, even the name of the individuals, you know, that were involved in this, it's really not, you know, uh, that it would not, it wouldn't make the story more enjoyable. So um, he had pulled over, I'm sorry, it was a hit and run. And so he was there with the person that got hit Mm -hmm. and their car got hit. Mm -hmm. And so he was um, there writing up, you know, the, the uh, information about it. And so the guy is, is sitting there and he's like, well, did you see, you know, what or who hit you? And he's like, yeah, it's a silver car. And, and he's like, he's like, well, do you have anything like more descriptive, like the brand or anything else? And he's like, no, it, and he's like, well, was it an SUV or a sedan or, and, you know, he at least knew the style of the car itself. It was an SUV, I think. Sure. I'm sorry. It was a truck. So he's like, so you want me to drive around town looking for a silver truck? This is with a dent know, in it. Yeah. With a very big dent in it. And he's like, well, yeah. And uh, he's like, well, I'm sorry, but it's, you know, not practical that we're going to do that. I love Justin. He's probably heard this story, you know, 20 times over, you know, at, at work every day, right? <laughs> there just needs to be a clown and a pastry delivery person in this storyline, right, Justin? My my clients with, with those victim descriptions never get caught. <laughs> right, correct. Right. So I yeah. only know the, the one that has it on video or they have the license plate. Otherwise... They never get to my office. <laughs> there you go. So uh, so he's sitting there. He's taking down this information. And he's like, well, you know, I'd really love to, you know, find, you know, the the truck that you're describing, sir. And so um, they're both kind of looking uh, on the uh, down the road. And they, you know, there's this car going. It's a truck going really, really, really slow. And so the guy, you know, they both kind of looked over there and it kept on, you know, coming towards them, but it was like really going slow, like almost like five miles an hour. Right. So, uh, then all of a sudden the guy said, well, you don't have to drive around town looking for a silver truck. That's the truck that hit me. And he goes (laughs) that one right there. And he goes, yeah, the one that's coming right towards us. And he goes, well, is that truck even moving? He's like, does it really matter? That's the truck that hit me. And he goes, sir, that truck would be have, have me going a lot faster, you know, for it to cause this damage. And he goes, it was, but it's not now. I'm telling you, that's the truck. And it keeps on creeping closer towards him. This thing's going like five miles an hour, right. you know. I mean, it looks like somebody's losing the turtle race. This uh-huh. thing is going so slow. It's in neutral, just rolling. <laughs> um, I, you know, I don't know that it's barely even in drive, you know, at this point. So all of a sudden the thing is coming on the two of them, you know, with this patrol car and, you know, the car that got hit and it just keeps on coming towards them. And so he's hollering and screaming and jumping up and down to get the driver's attention to go, Hey, you know, put your car in park or stop or whatever, you know, (laughs) yeah. And so he, he drives right towards the police officer and he's pounding on the hood. You know, he's like, put the, stop the car now. And, and all of a sudden he just steers right in and hits the patrol car. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's awesome. So he reaches in, uh, the, the window, the driver window is open and he, you know, telling the driver, put it in the top. And he was so drunk, he didn't know how to do that. And so he managed to get the car in or the truck in park and to pull the driver out 
and uh, um, threw him on the hood, you know, of the, of the patrol car, you know, and and uh, cuffed him right there. Then figured out that not only is you know the driver wasted, but the passenger is wasted as well. So it's two oh, you know idiots in paradise, you know, and and the whole time the you know the victim's going, that's the truck, that's the truck that hit me, that's it, that's who hit me, and <laughs> you know, and, and so you know the cops going. Yeah, I think I got that part. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. we hear you. We hear you. <laughs> and he was so mad that his patrol car got hit, you know, out of the whole thing. And, you know, so he's he's sitting there talking, you know, to the to the driver and he's like, Um, do you know where you are, Earth? <laughs> you know, Earth. Oh, like, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Do you know your name? And he's like, no, but I don't know your name either. <laughs> you know, oh my word. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> who, are you, who are any of us? No, so, but I so don't right know now, your name the either. Thing That's is, perfect. Is, is that Justin is going, have him call me. <laughs> you know, I'd love to pick him up as a client. I, I think that that's sounds a, like a two for one special. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah I right. think that's the name of our episode. No, but I don't know your name either. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Oh, have man. you seen another car lately? I hit something, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but I was just when you watch the you know watching the uh, the publicly released uh, uh, footage out of this, by the way, um, is I mean that car that truck was going just so slow. It was just so comical how the thing was kind of creeping up, you know, on the whole thing. It was just really hilarious. So I, I really enjoyed, um, and he always has a lot of amazing stories. Justin has probably you know four hundred stories like yeah. this, you know, from the base of his clients all the time. So oh, yeah, it was just missing a pastry chef though and a clown though, right? Oh man, right? Yeah, right. to make it a really good story. Well, I think up next, Mike's going to give us his blind cigar. I am. So uh, the. Uh, the product that I picked for you guys um, is uh, Aladino. Um, it is uh, is the name of the uh, brand for this, and it is the Elegante uh, that is with a Cameroon wrapper. I knew it was Cameroon. Yeah. So here's some information about the Aladino that I had for you. The Cameroon wrapper is singing right from the start. Um, I'm sorry, those are my notes. This is from Honduras. Um. It is a medium strength. Uh, it's a natural wrapper. Uh, it is Cameroon. The filler is Carojo. Um, Carojo. Yes. So uh, that's some basic information about the uh, the cigar itself. So this is an encore. So uh, this is somebody that sold out to Davidoff. Okay. And that's what I really loved, you know, about this particular cigar, you know, the most. Um, is that this was somebody that, you know, sold out and they just wanted to stay in the industry sure. and do something that they were not doing in their previous yeah. product line. <coughs> Sorry. Smoke another one, Mike. Yeah. Great balance, uh, great construction, a nice even burn line, a good even draw and flavor for the first two thirds. Um, I wrote down it had a subtle sweetness and creamy touch of spice entering the final third um so i just uh i really love the storyline you know behind this uh brand but i really like this cigar um i believe it was around eight bucks okay uh for this particular I- i'd pay eight bucks for it yep so what'd you guys think of my blind and do you did you even get close to cameroon uh i did actually no i did i did get close to cameroon <laughs> So off the light, I said it's very enjoyable. It's a flavor bomb. I said halfway, it was still spicy and a bit stronger even. Um, so far, I didn't have any complaints with that cigar. And I, I wondered what the wrapper was. And then I had landed. I was like, it's got to be a Cameroon or San Andreas was, was my thoughts. Huh. So And then I said uh, it finished strong with good flavor. So I smoked it to its completion. Wow. And I actually smoked two of them. Uh, because I gave you one extra. You gave me yeah, an extra, and so I enjoyed the second one. <laughs> That's funny. Just just as much. Huh. So. How about it, Nate? I really enjoyed it. Um, I actually was in line with Honduras, and I was feeling the similar family, but I was actually thinking it was a Crow wrapper on it. But I really enjoyed it. Uh, smooth, burned great. 
um, had a great draw. I don't think you guys have these in your shop, do you? We we used to. Um, we it's a company I love, and a company I they make one called the Corojo Reserve that mm-hmm. I absolutely love. Not in so, this price yeah. point. No, yeah. not in this price point at all. No. Hmm. What do yeah. you think about it, Justin? I think I had a nice draw, decently constructed. It was a very lightweight stick in your hand. It had interesting spice flavors on the front end, and the cigar really woke up on the last third. It didn't burn evenly, but it was really pleasant, and I only had to relight it one time. Hmm. Yeah. So let's give it our ratings. Hmm. How about that? A smoked rating of two. <coughs> Well, so I had uh, I have a couple more minutes here before our break. So I will tell you a little bit about some of my decisioning because this was not my first yeah, choice. Yeah, I started, heard it wasn't your first choice. Yeah, so uh, the first uh, first stick that I picked actually was the Bonaventure. Uh, Buenaventure, I'm sorry. From? From, yeah, Buenaventura. Okay. And... Um, you know, it's a, it's a stick that I've had before, and I really do like it. Um, but af- after I ordered them and then I had one, I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> um, I, it he didn't just, want to look bad in front of us again. Yeah. <laughs> he was reliving that $5, $2 stick all over again, huh? Pretty much, yeah. So <laughs> I, um, I decided after that, I was like, no. And I had the... Uh, I had the uh, Aladino um, at the same time, and I was like, "There's just no contest, you know, between these two. I definitely wanted to go that. And a lot of it is, it, again, it's that storyline, you know, that I really enjoyed so much about this. Um, at least going back to my comment, you know, with Nate was, "Is this something I've had twenty times, or I really wanted to pick something unique?" Um, this is not a go-to, you know, stick for ten bucks, you know, for me. Um, yeah. I actually selected this just you know for our exercise this time around so yeah up next we'll get justin with his picks after the break it's not just the destination but baby the whole elation riding down this lover's avenue as slow as a willow blows or as fast as the world when grows, we glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue. Look to the left, to the right, keep your eyes on the road, my darling, wondering if we're only passing through. Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that advertisement. This is um, up next. We've got Justin with his $10 blind pick. So funny story behind this pick um very unlike me waited for the last minute no to get this together was in nashville where all you guys are and then left without getting to pick one so i picked a cigar shop at random and i end up getting nate on the phone hey but i didn't know it was nate oh that's funny yeah <laughs> it gets oh, better that's hilarious it gets better has really weird requests i need i need to buy Three cigars, they all have to be the same. They all have to be ten dollars or less. And um, I need you to. This guy named uh, Michael is going to pick them up. Hello. He said he said Michael and then, Barger, and I was like, uh, "Wait, is this for the podcast?" <laughs> I was like, yeah. I, know, "I know about this." So this is how small the world is. Yeah. So, in all fairness, I had one of my employees pick them out. And I had nothing oh, so to you do, do with it. So you stayed with the blind. Sure. Yeah, I yeah, stayed with the blind. Yeah. So I, cool, I had right? nothing to do with that. And we we arranged it so it worked. Because once I realized, I was like, hey, let's just, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to pick the second cigar. I, I mean, I know done. some right, individuals right. that would not necessarily have that moral <laughs> well, fiber. What are you, you know, t- don't to- point at me. I'm not, uh, we're fine. It's a radio show. How could you see me pointing? Yeah, right. Yeah. So 
So Nate so had a funny story to too. Nate, who did you think? Well, was so even blind Freddie could see that. <laughs> <laughs> so the funny part is because I I don't think we've ever actually met in person, and so for some reason over the phone, I thought it was Mike calling in because oh, I knew that you were out of town somehow. And so, cause I think you had said, so in my head it was that. So I was like, wait, what's going on? But there's with this podcast and, and Barger's communication, I've always got some yeah. confusion. Barger. Yeah. Barger. Okay. It's Barger. Hello. Barger. So I might as well just change this, it to Barger. Yeah, you know, <laughs> this cigar is called the Matilda Serena Maduro. And it's made by Tabacalera Palma, which is located in Tamboril, Dominican Republic, uh, grown in the Cibao Valley. Two-thirds of their employees are women, um, which I thought was interesting. This Toro Bravo Vitola blend has a Mexican San Andres Maduro wrapper with a Dominican Criollo 98 binder. The filler blend will be a mix of Dominican and Nicaraguan leaves. And um, I I want to know what you guys thought before I tell you what I thought. So I liked it. I, I thought it was really spice forward. I, I you know, I didn't, I didn't actually take notes on it because I was smoking it. I smoked it this morning. And um, I, I enjoyed your cigar. I really did. I liked it too. Yeah, I think the flavor of the San Andreas comes out really well on that one. Yeah. It really brought out the Sprite that I was drinking. And I'm partial to Maduro, so I probably would have picked something like this if I was picking it. So, interesting thing about this family. This is actually um, one of the master blenders for Altidus of like Romeo and Juliet, Monte Cristo and all that. He was the master blender for 30 years, and then he retired. And the legend goes that he was very bored in retirement. So he actually started this company with his son. Um, and now that now his son has kind of just taken it over. Very familiar Um, ring. Yeah. Yeah, Interesting. Kind of what Benji did with Vargas. Yeah. 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 But so, uh, they're a family ran company and honestly, most of their stuff, uh, comes in around under $10. Like they have a limited right now. That's 11. So that's, it's, they really are very price conscious on their stuff. Yeah. And their packaging is great. I think their branding and their, their, their whole branding and, and packaging is just on point with what they are. Well, you know, it's the same storyline that we talked about with uh, Aladino as well. And it's very interesting that you find these very iconic, you know, um, brands or more importantly, these very iconic individuals that they just love what they do. And their passion is not something that you can buy out and put a period on it and say, you know, walk away. I, and I actually love that um, for the most part. I can think of a few people. I wish they would walk away, but, um, <laughs> you know. That's, that's for our $15 blind. <laughs> yeah, that's a very different conversation. But, you know, I uh, um, I failed to execute here, Justin. I did not get to smoke your blind uh, cigar. So I'm going to have it in the next day or two. So. Sounds but, good. And I have not had uh, this particular uh, product as well. So I got, I guessed the right rapper the first time. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, I guess on, are we on the rating on this? Yeah. Where are we at on the rating, guys? Hmm. Pretty unanimous. It's a two. <coughs> um, I would definitely revisit this cigar. Um, I, I did not hate it, and I did not absolutely love it, but I will revisit this cigar because I think it, I think it's a good quality cigar. Um, so up next is myself. Hello, everyone. Yeah. So I picked uh, Guardian of the Farm, The Night Watch by Aganorsa. Um, I recently just started smoking some Aganorsa stuffs, uh, some of their cigar blends, and I've really been happy with a lot of the the stuff I've had from them. So this one is the the original Guardian of the Farm was collaboration between Kyle Gillis, owner of Warped and Max Fernandez this time around. Fernandez went solo with the Guardian of the Farm Night Watch. This cigar is said to be more intense. It's all Nicaraguan blend that uses a Corojo Maduro wrapper and grown in Nicaragua. The Corojo binder is from Jalapa, 
which the filler is a mix of Criollo and Criojo tobaccos grown in Esteli and Jalapa. To make second blend for the guardian of the farm, our loyal dogs, is a blessing, said Fernandez in a press release. Every dog, whether it's one, whether it is one of ours or your own, is commemorated with this cigar. The guardian of the farm, Nightwatch, produces a delicious notes of spice, toast, leather, and earth while keeping slow and steady burn. The guardian of the farm is bold and a rich cigar worthy of honoring a man's best friend. Mm. So I've got the wrapper is a Criojo Maduro, the binder is a Criojo Jalapa, and the filler is Criojo and Criollo. Yeah, I'm thinking of the dog that lifted his leg on the wrong, you know, tobacco leaf. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, well, tell us what you thought. Tell us. Uh, this Again, this is not something. Oh, this is yours. Yes, I had this one. All right, so um, my notes here are, um, you know, uh, first off, kind of hints of cedar. Um, I did not get the wrapper, so thank you. Um, I'm definitely <laughs> for four. Um, the uh, I wrote down Cameroon wrapper with three question marks. Um, so I, you know, it was borderline. I was like, this is Maduro, but I don't know. It has like some oily thing to it. Yeah. You know? and I was like, it could be right there on the fence. Anyway, um, it was knife, whatever it was, um, was definitely what I wrote after that. Nice burn line, um, had kind of hints of mint about it. It was woody, but it was woody in a good way. So, um, yeah, like Toy Story. Yeah, actually, this was my favorite stick in the in the blind. Really, it was. Yeah, <laughs> I it, got him. Yeah, so how about that? Um, yeah, I uh, I would not probably go back to the Aladino. I'm glad I had it. I'm glad I got to share it. It would probably not be my first choice. Um, Nate probably, you know, same for the yeah. pick. But this was one of the few in our blind. I'm like, yeah, I'd go back and have another one of those. Yeah, man. I will definitely be probably purchasing a box of these cigars. Yeah. Well, and the thing to note, I think that's awesome about this cigar is Aganorsa are not just, they don't just manufacture cigars. Their their whole thing is really growing and the agricultural aspect of Nicaragua. So this cigar features all tobacco that they grew themselves too. So, I mean, that is the, the cool part about a lot of their products is it is truly unique to the, their own, you know, resources. Yeah. No, I think that's great. The things that Aganorsa is putting out right now is good. I could hit or miss on the leaf from them, but some of the other other lines that they've got, uh, just uh, I haven't had a bad one yet. So for me, what did you think, Justin? I thought it was very nice construction, easy draw. I got uh, brown sugar and cinnamon in the first third, and then it started getting spicy and... This was probably my favorite of the blind too. Nice, nice. Well, I'm glad you got to. I got to get you that before you flew out from here, so you could try it. Why'd you pick this? Other than, I mean, I really love you know the the background that Nate was talking about, where you know they're they're all about really making great tobacco, mm-hmm. not necessarily making great cigars, although right. they made a great cigar. Right, right. So I picked this because if I'm if I'm being a hol- holistically and honest with you, you want guys, to trip me up. I, I yeah, I wanted to trip you up, but also I you know went into the humidor and was like, well, what in here is in my price point? And then I narrowed it down even further, and I was like, okay, I'm a sucker for marketing, so who's got the best marketing in this price point? And then I went even further, and I was like, well, who's got the best looking cigar in this price point? Oh my gosh! And and in the humidor I was in, it was the, it was that, and so you know I, I were you I, still looking at the band at that point? No, or? I wasn't. Okay. I was looking at the veininess and the oiliness of the wrapper, I and see. you know what's what's happening That's with it. Pulled out his magnifying up. glass, yeah, you know? and he had his you know people walking the humidor. Going, what's this guy doing? Mm. Just just mind your business, Larry. Get your Perdomo. You know, and then uh, but anyway, so we. You know, that's why I did it. Hmm. We need to rate it up. Yeah, yeah, let's rate it up. Oh, it's unanimous. Wow. That's a three. Across the board. <clears throat> Look at that. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, pairings. Did you guys pair anything good with some of these? Uh, yes. So um, I was mowing through just a ton of things to taste uh, yeah. while I was smoking the cigars for the blind 
Um, I was probably having no less than 30 different uh, whiskeys and probably another 10 rums, you know, stacked on top of yeah, it. Yeah, the so, liver king. Yeah, well, no. These are teeny tiny tastes, so uh, <laughs> I do this all the time. Um, yeah, you know, I, there wasn't really uh, a huge pairing that jumped out at me that went, oh, man, that's just like, you know, magic and gold, you know? Yeah. Um, I think I kept on running into things that were fighting with each other or I just didn't like, you know, the whiskey or the rum you sure. know, well enough that was going with, with anything. I found myself rooting for something, you know, with the, uh, with your blind because mm-hmm. I was enjoying the stick so much, um, that I was like, wow, I really actually going to get a little extra effort to find something. And I actually picked up a Highland Scotch okay. um, to go with this, and it did not work at all. Oh, um, I wouldn't and, think it would. It's too yeah. peaty. So um, actually, after going through about three or four things, I ended up just having some water, enjoyed the rest of the cigar, and I'm actually glad I did that. That's so funny because yeah. I, I paired it with water. <laughs> wow. I, I've enjoyed this cigar, and I when I was smoking, I was like, I don't really need anything. That's Yeah, and sometimes so, you come around to that point. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I love a good Topo Chico <coughs> with it. That mineral water huh. clears oh, your yeah. palate, keeps it clean, that get bougie all the flavor. Water. Huh. Never tried that. Yeah. Well, you know, bougie water. It's, <laughs> I was just waiting for you to go, you know, she really have this with her really great Nicaraguan, you know, uh, coffee, Mike. N- yeah. You know, no. <laughs> you, Justin, what, what did you pair with? I started out with a four square, but it was overwhelming it. It was a port finish. And then I switched to Diet Jupina, which is like a Diet Pineapple Soda, and that worked really great. Oh, I bet that was delicious. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. The pineapple will really bring out that smoky flavor. Yeah, and it, it because it was um, carbonated, it kind of cleansed it, so I got to enjoy like that first puff feeling over and over again. Yeah. Now, were there any pairings that you did, Justin, during the all the four blinds that really stood out to you? Uh, the Highland Park one worked out really good. What did you pair with that? The cigar? I paired that with Mike's. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. The Scotch being bringing in out that. See, I think that Aladino wasn't it wasn't terrible, but I had a um, Rittenhouse Rye with that. Nice. So that's what I was drinking with it. So Interesting. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I thought... Um, you know, I'm sitting here thinking what, you know, the choice that Nate made. And I'm, I know Tapa Chico really well. And I actually think, you know, a sparkly mineral water like that would be really yeah. quite amazing um, and a great way of managing your palate through yeah. Yeah. a lot of things. And so, yeah, I'm totally going to try that, you know, yeah. with the cigar every now and then. I just can't do sparkling waters. It's the fizziness, man. I can't do it. Huh. It's does weird. It, does it make you go toot? No, no, it makes me spit it out. <laughs> I just can't do it. If it's water, it's going to be water. It's flat water, just normal water. Don't put bubbles in my mouth. Huh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. But anyway, you know, what? Uh, what? Let, let's just talk about what this, what, what was your guys' favorite cigar in the bunch? What stuck out about the cigar to you? Uh, I've already named mine quite a bit. Yeah. So, yeah. Justin, what what was your favorite of the bunch? My favorite was was yours. I really liked the um, feel of the wrapper. Yeah, that was my favorite part of it. Just a really nice kind of oily, but not too oily feel. Yeah, I really liked yours, but I I also really enjoyed that Matilda, and enjoyed the um, with that San Andreas wrapper on that one and how that came through. Yeah, that, yeah, that San Andreas wrapper was delicious too. Well, yeah. I I honestly I'm I think mine was the best too. So not to toot my own horn, but you know, toot toot. It was a great exercise once again. I always love these, and you know, I think it's it's always interesting to kind of step into some of the decision making process itself, and you know, to really you know discern specifically um, was this a good learning experience? You know, and I have to absolutely say yes. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And thank you guys for participating. I would probably not pick a lot of these products, you know, uh, of my own accord. Yeah. Um, just because, uh, you know, for a wide range of reasons. So I'm, I'm really grateful, you know, for the exposure to these. I so. can't wait for the $15 blind. <laughs> well, there you have it. 
So I want to thank our co-host for joining us today, good old boy Mike. Hey, thanks for joining us here on Sip, Suds, and Smokes. I'll ask you to come back, enjoy another great episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, and to keep on sipping. Good old boy Justin. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Good old boy Nate. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm going to say keep smoking. Yeah, and then good old boy Barger. Hey, that's me. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Barger. Barger. It's Barger. Barger. I'm not going to say it again. No. What's your, <laughs> what, what's your wife call you when you forget to take the trash out? We don't talk about that. <laughs> we won't We're say that word on that. the radio. Is that what you're Thanks saying? for listening to us, guys. And go check out our $5 episode. And go check out our Big Smoke episode. And go check out all the previous episodes. Great Cigar 101 episode. Yeah, the Great Cigar 101. If you're a newbie, check out Cigar 101, please. And uh, be on the lookout for our newest episodes coming out this year. Yeah, we got a lot of good things planned. Yeah, well, yeah. And anyway, keep on smoking, folks. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap, Just tap it in. the subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle, at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands millions and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. been a one-tan hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.